Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 48 of our journey. Again, we see the complaints of the hard-hearted Israelites. They beg for meat and are given quail by God, more than they can imagine for over 30 days. But this blessing ends up being a curse as many are made sick as a result of the quail they are eating. Then we see Moses' sister Miriam and his brother Aaron make a charge against Moses for the right to lead the people. God displays his mighty power and makes it clear that Moses is the one he has chosen to lead the people of Israel. Finally, as the Israelites reach the border of the promised land, Moses sends spies to check out the land and bring back a report. Forty days later, they bring a discouraging report that while Canaan is rich and bountiful, the people of the land appear too big and strong to be defeated. Join me in Numbers 11 to 13 to see continued examples of sinfulness and God's response to humanity's stubborn disobedience. Numbers 11. When the people complained, it displeased the Lord. When the Lord heard it, his anger burned, and so the fire of the Lord burned among them and consumed some of the outer parts of the camp. When the people cried to Moses, he prayed to the Lord, and the fire died out. So he called the name of that place Tabera, because there the fire of the Lord burned among them. Now the mixed multitude who were among them craved more desirable foods. And so the Israelites wept again and said, If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we used to eat freely in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now we are dried up, and there is nothing at all before us except this manna. Now the manna was like coriander seed, and its color like the color of delium. And the people went about and gathered it and ground it with mills, or pounded it in mortars. They baked it in pans, and made cakes of it. It tasted like fresh olive oil. And when the dew came down on the camp in the night, the manna fell with it. Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families, everyone at the door of his tent. And when the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly, Moses was also displeased. And Moses said to the Lord, Why have you afflicted your servant? Why have I not found favor in your sight that you lay the burden of this entire people on me? Did I conceive this entire people? Did I give birth to them that you should say to me, Carry them in your arms as a foster father bears a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers? From where shall I get meat to give to this entire people? For they cry to me, Give us meat that we may eat. I am not able to bear this entire people alone because it is too heavy for me. But if you are going to deal with me like this, then kill me immediately. If I have found favor in your sight, then do not let me see my trouble. The Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know are elders of the people and officials over them, and bring them to the tent of meeting. Let them take their position there with you. Then I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take part of the spirit that is on you and will put it on them and they will bear some of the burden of the people with you, so that you do not bear it all by yourself. And say to the people, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, and you will eat meat. For you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, Who will give us meat to eat? For life was good for us in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will eat not just one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days, but a whole month until it comes out your nostrils and makes you sick, because you have despised the Lord who is among you 
and have wept before him, saying, Why did we ever come out of Egypt? Moses said, The people around me are 600,000 on foot, but you say, I will give them meat that they may eat for a whole month? Would they have enough if the flocks and herds were slaughtered for them? If all the fish of the sea were caught for them, would they have enough? And the Lord said to Moses, Is the Lord's hand shortened? Now you will see whether my word to you will come true or not. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. He then gathered 70 men of the elders of the people and had them stand around the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to them. And he took some of the spirit that was on Moses and put it on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but did not do so again. But two men remained in the camp. One's name was Eldad and the other's name was Medad and the spirit rested on them. Now they were among those in the registration, but had not gone to the tabernacle. So they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his choice young men said, My Lord Moses, stop them. Moses said to him, Are you jealous for me? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Then Moses returned to the camp along with the elders of Israel. Now a wind went out from the Lord and brought quail from the sea and let them fall near the camp about a day's journey on this side and about a day's journey on the other side, all around the camp and about three feet high on the surface of the ground. And the people stayed up all that day, all that night and all the next day and gathered the quail. The one who gathered the least gathered ten homers and they spread them out for themselves all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before they chewed it, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So the name of that place was called Kibroth Hatava, because there they buried the people that craved different food. The people traveled from Kibroth Hatava to Hazaroth, and they stayed at Hazaroth. Numbers 12. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. They said, Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Has he not also spoken through us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble, more so than any man on the face of the earth. The Lord spoke immediately to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. The three of you come to the tent of meeting. And the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tent. He then called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. The Lord said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision. I will speak with him in a dream. My servant Moses is not like this. He is faithful in all my house. With him I speak face to face, openly, and not in riddles. And he will see the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them, and he departed. After the cloud had departed from above the tent, there was Miriam, leprous like snow. Then Aaron turned toward Miriam and realized she was leprous. So Aaron said to Moses, O oh my Lord, please do not hold this sin against us, in which we have acted foolishly and have sinned. Do not let her be like a baby born dead, whose flesh is half consumed when it comes out of its mother's womb. Then Moses cried to the Lord, Heal her now, O God. The Lord said to Moses, If her father had only spit in her face, would she not have been disgraced for seven days? Shut her out from the camp seven days, and afterwards she can be brought back in again. So Miriam was shut outside the camp for seven days, 
and the people did not journey on until Miriam was brought back in. After that, the people moved from Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. Numbers 13. The Lord spoke to Moses, Send out men to investigate the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. You are to send one man from each ancestral tribe, each one a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran at the command of the Lord. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. Now these were their names. From the tribe of Reuben, Shemua, son of Zakur. From the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, son of Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh. From the tribe of Issachar, Egal, son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, son of Sodi. From the tribe of Joseph, namely the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, son of Susi. From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, son of Gamali. From the tribe of Asher, Sether, son of Michael. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, son of Bopshi. From the tribe of Gad, Gul, son of Maki. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to investigate the land. And Moses gave Hoshea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. When Moses sent them to investigate the land of Canaan, he told them, Go up through the Negev, and then go up into the hill country and see what the land is like, and whether the people who live in it are strong or weak, few or many, and whether the land they live in is good or bad, and whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or fortified cities, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether or not there are forests in it, and be brave and bring back some of the fruit of the land. Now it was the time of year for the first ripe grapes. So they went up and investigated the land from the wilderness of Zin to Rehob at Lebo Hamoth. When they went up through the Negev, they came to Hebron, where Ahaman, Sheshai, and Talmai, descendants of Anak, were living. Now Hebron had been built seven years before Zon in Egypt. When they came to the valley of Eshkol, they cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they carried it on a staff between two men, as well as some of the pomegranates and the figs. That place was called the Eshkol Valley, because of the clusters of grapes that the Israelites cut from there. They returned from investigating the land after forty days. They came back to Moses and Aaron, and to the whole community of the Israelites, in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They reported to the whole community, and showed the fruit of the land. They told Moses, we went to the land where you sent us. It is indeed flowing with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. But the inhabitants are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the land of the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses, saying, let us go up and occupy it, for we are well able to conquer it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against these people, because they are stronger than we are. Then they presented the Israelites with a discouraging report of the land they had investigated, saying, The land that we passed through to investigate is a land that devours its inhabitants. All the people we saw there are of great stature. We even saw the Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak came from the Nephilim. And we seem like grasshoppers both to ourselves and to them. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description 
where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.